0: Market insight and analysis. You're listening to the opening bell of CNBC Squawk on the Street. Good Thursday morning and welcome to Squawk on the Street. I'm David Faber along with Jim Kramer. Carl has the morning off. Let's give you a look at futures. We're getting ready, of course, a half hour from now to begin trading on this Thursday uh, and our roadmap does start with stocks because they are searching for direction after what's been a two-day sell-off. We're going to talk to Jim and apparently it says here you think stocks are poised to bottom and rally soon. Well, I'm calling for the... All right. right, I got to finish the rundown. No, I'm just calling for a broader market and less of the fang and I was Mr. Fang. We're going to also keep an eye on big oil. Shell says it's taking up to a $5 billion hit for leaving Russia. Exxon and Chevron telling Congress, by the way, that they are not capitalizing on the crisis by raising prices at the pump more than perhaps is warranted. And Buffett backs HP. Berkshire Hathaway reveals a revealing, reveals revealing a major stake in the computer and printer maker. Don't laugh. That's a state. That's, that's part of my bullish thesis. That was in there. Reveal revealing. Uh, in but what? The point is the shares are up. In what? I thought you just, it comes right out of your head. Well, you. After, that's the only thing we read. We oh, should okay. point out. Right. That's it. We're done with the reading. Now it's just who knows what's going to happen. But yeah. let's start off with the markets um, after two days. Yesterday you did say you were conservative. conservative At one on point things. you said you were very conservative. Well, because I think it and then may I be. read there that you're no, no, no. I'm very conservative. Markets are poised to bottom I'm and rally I'm Very soon.
2: conservative on 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 big tech. I am. Big tech was where we've all been clustered for years and years. Uh, and one of the reasons why I've been clustered in that is because a lot of companies have been buffeted either by an, by recession or a weak consumer or COVID. Uh, and these skated. They skated because they do not have inflationary pressure.
0: But and why, I, why wouldn't an alphabet continue to skate? Oh, no, okay, they, so it's, when you say big tech, I need to, I, okay, you need so to even alphabet define the terms. Alphabet and, and Meta are the
2: two cheapest big techs. Okay? Okay. But we sold some Amazon for our charitable trust. Because, first of all, stock's done nothing, which is very telling, but it's not cheap. Uh, there are others that we feel we have to trim back, and the new things that we like are things that, I'll give you a great example. Please. Wells Fargo. Okay, okay. now, they're, if they have one oligarch, it would be a shock to me. Not one oligarch, but they do have a huge base. And if the Fed is to be taken at face value, Why shouldn't you buy that stock? It's one of our largest positions for the trust. That's the kind of thing, a broadening out, but a very conservative
0: attitude toward the stocks that have gotten us to where we are. And when it comes to Wells, obviously, it had a very good year last year. significant rebound after underperforming for many years, given all of the different difficulties, right. to put it, it nicely a, for them, that they went through.
2: in February of 2018. Right, okay. So it's down a lot. It has the capability of putting adding a lot more dividend. Charlie Scharf, yeah. a, a tough banker, has replaced everybody, and I expect excellent quarters. You everybody. do. Um, With, you yes, know, excellent. When, I, when I remember bank, from our, our back in the
0: days when it was a leader, and it was a big Buffett-owned oh, okay. stock, and of course. Buffett, Buffett, oh, But we used Buffett. to talk about the housing market a lot because they were a, a very large underwriter of mortgages. Right. Um, now we got mortgage rates above 30 or above 5%. I don't know if that hurts the business at all. I
2: think that's a great question. I think that they're also they're a great servicer. I checked with, now this is a hard one for me. I checked with the major home builders yesterday. Mm-hmm. None of them are seeing any weakness, which is surprising given rates. Um, it's the highest end. It's the 2 million to 5 million where there's weakness. And the home builders don't put those homes up there's still a tremendous shortage. Now, David, I want to go back to something that you say we have not talked about enough, but is just unbelievable. N- n- working from home. Yeah. I mean, I'm with Corey Barry today, the CEO of Best Buy. Yep. So when the pandemic started, people just did this kind of ad hoc, uh, yeah, basically kind of uh, what I would say, Jerry Bill office. Mm-hmm. Well, now they realize, you know what? We're not going back. Let's build a real office. And that is what's happening. And, you know, is it
0: the cornerstone of the real office? HP. It, it does get us there, uh, which we wanted to talk a bit about later. But I'm, uh, listen, I'm glad you brought up work from home. I, I can t- or and or the change in the way that people work, because I do believe when we look back on this two year period, we look back on the pandemic, which hopefully we will fairly soon, but even decades from now, it will, it will. the line will be there as one of the most significant um, outcomes was but people a, don't believe it. a forever change in the way that uh, people right. choose to work. People may not believe it, but, you know, we uh, kind of didn't, Jim, we didn't really go into this in great detail. Uh, Diamond's letter early, early in the week, he spent a lot of time talking about and basically saying it's true totally ignored Uh, by people that he said we are now going to be working differently and by the way this is a company jp morgan that is building a magnificent new tower on park avenue and 49th street they took down good old 270 and they're putting something up and they're gonna have a lot of employees there, but he said generally speaking, many employees, approximately 50% will necessarily work at a location for well, time Well look, you were in an so office recently. 50%. That you showed me pictures 50% of, and there's nobody there. Some 40% yeah. will work under a hybrid model and about 10% will work from home. But he is basically prone in the towel yeah, completely 10% on the work from home idea. Entirely, no, don't entirely no, an no, And yes i no, 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 video of no, 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 that no, 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 But David, I would say
2: would say that at a certain point, if that's the that's then you really do shrink your footprint.
0: Yes, and he did say that remote work will change how we manage our real estate. But why is he talking about it? We will quickly move to a more open seating arrangement in which digital tools will help manage seating arrangements. Uh, and as a result, for every 100 employees, we may need seats for about 60 to 75 And the office on is average. Going to be,
2: uh, as Steve Squarey said to me, the CEO of American Express, it will be only purpose built when you go into the office. In other words, there has to be a specific reason. It's just not by road. Now, there's some analysts today who are coming out and saying, sell Home Depot, sell those, because the bubble's about to burst on
0: the work from home. How can the bubble about to burst when it just started? No, it's a, it's a seminal change in the way people work. But why uh, don't employees people talk want about flexibility? It? Well, we're we we I, we do talk about it. We sat here, the dinosaurs that we are, talking about how we believe people should be back in the office. Speak for we yourself, talked about it for year one. We talked about it year two. But here we are more than two years right. since many people it's left the office. Everything. And it, while certainly there are certain days when you can see more traffic and Midtown is busier here, which is a, a way to judge it, it's nothing like what it once was, and it probably never will be. The other phones. problem is you have people who want to go to the office, then they go there and they're alone. So what's the point? Well, look,
2: I think that... It's a major change, and a lot of people feel that it's some sort of
0: like short-term thing. I think the opposite, and it's very bullish. Very Uh, bullish because you need
2: a lot more of everything.
0: And we may, and we'll talk about the HP position, uh, Buffett, because that may have something to do with it. But I I do want to move on to the consumer because yesterday you and I were having the discussion about you know Fed tightening, hard landing, worries about the consumer as well, inflation, obviously. We've had a number of things this morning that point to a pretty strong consumer. Yeah, that's you, what you have some sound, I think, from yes. from Best Buy. I think that's uh, we've who, got what a handle on it. Levi Strauss. That's during the conference call. good. Chip Berg uh, saying some things. In fact, let's take a listen if we have that uh, from the conference call. Chip Berg in terms of the strength of the consumer, Levi Strauss.
2: I don't want to suggest that our head is in the sand. You know, we're reading the same headlines everybody else is, and the same Jamie Dimon letter that everybody else is. We're watching it very, very carefully. But um, at this point, uh, the consumer seems to be really strong, and our brand still represents a tremendous value.
1: And
0: Jim, you spoke to Corey Barry from Best Buy as well. You asked her about the consumer. I, I think why don't we just take a listen to that too, because I think it sets up well for this conversation
3: there's two things you can say about the consumer right now, uneven and unpredictable. So uneven
1: means, yes, you have all those things, but you also still have, you have a very strong housing market and yet mortgage rates increasing rapidly. You do have still strong balance sheets, but you can also see interest rates probably rising and credit getting a little higher. You have geopolitical unrest. So you've got this consumer who's kind of got two sides of the teeter-totter at any given point, And you know better than anyone,
3: every day that is changing for the consumer.
2: Okay, so, Best Buy sells By at way, nine times gonna earnings. Be, she's going to be on 9, that one tonight. Best Buy sells at nine times earnings. Uh, Levi Strauss sells at 11 times earnings. This mm-hmm. is what I'm talking about, Hal. There's rap, there's room for tremendous multiple expansion in the non-high-flying techs. And yet, the, the non-high-flying techs and the, uh, the high-flying
0: techs are where everybody's clustered. HP's not. HP's incredibly inexpensive stuff. Right. Um, I'm seeing a note here as well. B of A this morning, overall card spending uh, on a three-year for the month of March, up 23.2%. Only down 40 basis points year over year. Decline heavily distorted by um, the stimulus, of course, that lapped a year ago in March. Key observations, lower-income groups continue to lead the higher-income group in spending. And that's ex-gas and ex-groceries. Yes,
2: and how about Frank Del Rio coming on Mad Money yesterday and Luigi Cruz just adding ship after ship after ship. Why? Because, well, you know what? Demand. Demand a cruise.
0: They got a cruise coming, they had a brand new uh,
2: ship in September.
0: It is sold out. And finally, we got weekless jobless claims falling to 166,000 last week, the lowest level since 1968. So we got some. Um, some I feel like comments. we have a, one conversation one day, Jim, and then we but, have a well, conversation the, the next day that's somewhat. Tech was 180 great one day, degrees. Bad Tuesday. Bad yeah.
2: yesterday. I mean, and then I mean, we've got Bullard saying even a generous feed of monetary policy rules show Fed funds rate around three and a half. Uh needed to fight inflation. Okay, so where's the where's the twenty? Where's the thirty-year three and a half?
0: Bullard says even a generous reading, right, a monetary policy rule show, federal funds rate three and a half needed to fight high inflation versus the current rate of 0.25. I think that inflation is so going to break. Bullard is basically saying even with financial market tightening, Fed remains behind well, the curve. I, I think that
2: he – I think it's happening quicker than we realize. That's one of the things that, that I think – I mean, you got whipsawed yesterday because she had the minutes, and they seemed to be contrary to what Brainerd said. So did Brainerd change your mind in 30 days? Brainerd Brainerd, Brainerd inf- scared a lot Brainerd of people. Brainerd influenced me and Gary Friedman. Those yeah, are the two. Well, Brainerd was always thought of as the dove, and that was not dovish. That, that, that scared. Well, I hate to use the word scared. That con- yeah. was of concern. And Gary Friedman's legendary RH, old Restoration hardware ran, has got me concerned.
0: Well, we ref- refresh for people what the rant was that you were referring to. It was to about from the, CEO it, the rich of people are
2: kind of uh, the global issues are worrying rich people. Uh, and you, you when you look at it, I think I mean, one of the things that I do want to bring in is, is that the EU countries have paid Russia 38 billion since the war began. They're on track. It, it, there's going to be three hundred twenty five billion in exports by the Russians. Uh, it, that just makes it seem like it's not going to end. Now, RH is selling at a very low multiple for the first time since he took over. Uh, but if you listen to the conference calls, posted by the way, the letter to shareholders, you would say, I got to stay away. I didn't realize that stock's been almost cut in half. But and- that's what I'm saying. Do you want to short RH here? I'm more interested in buying it if Gary were to be a little more, um, I-, I would say, reflective of the longer term. I think he was very caught up in the short term. A lot of people are caught in the short term. They can't see, they can't see Putin pulling out. They can't see that a lot of, uh, what, of what the Fed wants is being done right now. They can't see a collapse in rates and freights. They can't freights. see collapse. There's been no collapse yet in plastic, okay? No collapse yet in paperboard. I mean, you know, the fundament. But when you look at a General Mills, okay, versus ConAgra. ConAgra reported a bad number today. They're on tonight. General Mills' stock is at 69. Spotty? How about Spotty? But I think overall, to use my friend Larry Kudlow's comments,
0: he works for another network. We can't we can't quote him there. can't. No. Doesn't friendship. Nope. Nope. Doesn't. Uh-uh. Green, no. Green shoes. No, man, this is competition. Are you
2: telling me I can't mention him even though he's my friend? Correct. He's a former Correct. chief economic advisor. I'm
0: saying he's banned. To DWAC. Banned. Okay. No, he's a gentleman. He's banned. Always oh, a, a gentleman. Banned. He's a gentleman. Banned. Well, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm caught.
3: I, I
2: like
0: Steve Mnuchin, too. I mean, just... He never worked for another network. You can say his name. All right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know it. All right. Okay, well, let's uh, let's talk a bit more about that HP position that Warren Buffett... Yes! Uh, Warren Buffett's Berkshire took on. We'll do that when we uh, come back after this break. Okay, take you hear that music? What it means for the for the stock price, of course. We are going to get started with trading here about, what, 16 or so minutes from now. If you want, we can give you another look at futures as well. Uh, as we get ready to uh, head to a very quick break, and you can see uh, unclear exactly where we're going to open, although no longer looking like an up open as it did not that long well, ago. Well, you talked to Mark. Damn. Oh, yeah, it's my fault. Right.
3: Every day, thousands of Comcast engineers and technologists put people at the heart of everything they create
0: We just saw it. We'll show it to you again. Shares of Best, uh, Best Buy, Shares of HP. We were talking about Best Buy just now, of course, given Corey Barry's going to be a guest on Mad Money. But that stock is up sharply because Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway uh, revealing that it owns uh, roughly 11% uh, of the company. Of course, it's a PC maker, printers. Total value of that stake, about $4.2 billion. So it's been a, a good form. We've had Obviously, we have uh, Enrique on with us. Many have had him on many times, including very recently. They announced that deal. What was that? Maybe it was just last week or two yes, weeks ago. He
2: bought Polly. Yeah, you
0: know, the, bought Polly, the old, uh, what was, was Polly's name before? Oh, my God, uh, It was just a uh, peripheral company. Yeah, it was oh, the headset thing. We're, I'll come up. With it. Anyway. Anyway, okay, so
2: look, this is what I'm talking about. The stock yields three. Yeah. It sells at eight times earnings. It doesn't miss the quarter. It's bought back an endless amount of stock. Raises the dividend. This is right in Warren Buffett's wheelhouse.
0: Um, Plantronics. You know, I do find my Plantronics. Thank you. Uh, HP buying Poly, which is the old Plantronics company, recently. They can't just, to help them with, uh, with the work from home. With right. And well, you know. that's why Corey Barry, the CEO
2: of Best Buy, who will be on tonight, is saying, look, this uh, ideal work at home. Ideal work. I'm not at all surprised that Buffett would buy it because its products are so good. Right, But it's and, not as though the enterprise is not unimportant for HP. It is still. It's huge. Yeah. But enterprise is strong. But what she's saying is, you know, look at the models. I mean, I have to upgrade because the new models are so great. But everybody's missing a point about this new model. It it really helps you to have a, a, You need a big upgrade for everything. And uh, that's why I think it was so smart to buy the the Poly, the Plantronics. David, it sells at eight times. Is that is that a, that's a bear market multiple? It is eight years worth of earnings is is he came not on much. Enrique Laurie. I met him for breakfast uh, when he first took over from D.M. Weasler. and I said he was like incredibly nice. I said you got to be more forceful. He said that's my style. I like to be a really kind person and deliver the numbers.
0: I said Jesus. Well, they've, they've got to be happy with that, and obviously the performance of the stock price over the last couple of years Look at it. also he, speaks he very well. Now, again, a big that, beneficiary of the trend that we spent a lot of time discussing at the outset of the show, which is people are going to be working from well, home maybe he, forever now.
2: Uh, when it was at 15, he was buying back stock, doing it, it was just doing okay. And then one day he called me and he goes, Look, what do you have at home? This is our time. Get a subscription printer, uh, Get the really good PC, and don't forget, get the PC with a touch screen. Yep. I got it. I love it.
0: I love it. Meanwhile, Berkshire itself has actually been a good stock to own this oh, year. Oh, my. What's um, called 15%. How about great? The meeting's coming up a few weeks away, I think, right? Um, oh, yeah. I'm going to go out there with Andrew. Just oh, kidding. No, you're not. Uh, the meeting's coming up. Uh, you know, it's always, when these positions get revealed now, though you're, it's never completely clear to me if it's Warren or if it's somebody else. Yes,
2: that's true, and you've explained that. Now, David, okay, so explain to people at home, there's a man, a man who is maybe the smartest of our time, and he buys 11% of a company, and then there's another man, the smartest of another year maybe, still good, buys 11% of a company. And we make a big to-do about the first man, Elon Musk, does it, and he does it, and the Fed, he says, I do whatever I want. Second guy, it's like, yeah, hallelujah. How can one, I'm asking you, how can one person, Warren Buffett or his team, yep. come up to 11, sneakily buying it when we're selling it, and then another guy does it, and suddenly we want to say, that's con- I, no, contempt of SEC.
0: Explain it to people. Well, no, again, we talked a lot about this yesterday. I don't want to devote too much time to it, but... Uh, Mr. Musk's position in Twitter was clearly an active position, so to speak, one in which he was trying to get Very the company different. to accede to certain questions Very he had and or engage with them in discussions about their operations in a way that is not what typically Warren Buffett and his team yeah, and do, he, 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 where they're, they're taking a, yeah, a know, passive a,
2: and maybe in a Obviously, the largest maybe
0: single could. ownership they have is, is Apple, which is one of their largest $160 billion worth of Apple stock at Berkshire Hathaway. And by the way, been a great purchase for them. Really? Uh, a guy who was not particularly interested in technology for quite some no, time did not kids. make a great investment in IBM and got out of it. But Apple has worked out big time for Berkshire. Almost saved the performance to some degree. I mean, a lot of the stocks they have, just okay. Yeah. Just oh, okay. Yeah, they, yeah, do yeah, they, yeah. they still own wells? A good amount of wells. I have no, to look. out of wells. They're out, right? Look,
2: they're insurance and pipelines, which are fantastic. Yeah. That's a great business. Insurance is a great business right now. And it's in bear market, and that's wrong. I mean, to me, you want a stock that, that you should like is Chubb, okay? Oh, uh, you Don't know, right, you should. They raised Evan, my rates 15% a year. Say 13 times, 13 times. There. Yeah,
0: Greenberg raised my, every year. It's like, up oh, another 12%. Uh, my, my stuff is right on the corner of his desk, he says. I know, because you have 17 houses. 18. 18, sorry. Up next, uh, we're going to have Jim's mad dash. We'll count you down to the opening bell. Let's give you one more look at futures as we do get ready for the start of trading for the day. we got a lot more squawk on the street for you straight ahead.
1: Canva presents unexplained appearances.
3: It was an ordinary workday until... That presentation appeared out of thin air. Also, it's eerily on brand
0: What we used to call fang, now we gotta call it mang. Mang? That's good. You endorse that? I'm I'm okay with it. All right, Meta, of course, which has been down over 30% this year, does appear to at least uh, be in store for- That's where the pressure
2: is, except for I think it shouldn't be on uh, Meta, which I think is having actually a good second half, and it shouldn't be on Alphabet because it sells
0: at a very low multiple. Right. But I like mana, yeah, mana, (laughs) mana, yeah, mana. All right. Got an opening bell coming up. All right, let's get to a mad dash, and then we'll bring you the opening bell right after that. Conagra, a name that I've wanted to get to, so I'm glad you're going to yeah, do it now. Yeah,
2: Conagra's just, they've got the raw cost problem. Uh, they are, I think, we'll speak to them tonight, but they're not able to pass on everything they'd like. Versus Constellation Brands. She's able to pass on everything. Medela.
0: Corona, a Delo Especial. So what, is, what accounts for the inability of Conagra to pass along some of the increased, not pass along some of the increased costs and Constellation to the point you made to be able to? Well, I think that, uh, look, I know that historically, it, people may not
2: realize, it, but beer is very non-cyclical. People like to drink, right now people are drinking beer at home. It's a bargain versus the restaurant. And uh But I want to make it clear that Constellation is different from the other beer companies. They've got actual growth. And the way you measure it's depletion, that's that's the way you talk about depletion is just off the charts, frankly, 9%. Uh, And okay, they advertise well. They also uh, have beers that over-index among Hispanics, which is an incredible cohort to be levered to. Uh, They've been kept back by the canopy growth position they had. Uh, they're very smart, and they have a beer that people like. They can't stop most of the beers like, up here. It's impossible. And back to
0: Canagra for a second. What's, what's the takeaway from the numbers?
2: I really got to see him tonight because, okay. you know, we've got real differences. Camp- Campbell's hasn't been able to do it. General Mills has been fantastic. Smucker has been great. So it's very uh, catch-as-catch-can. I keep hoping for Canagra to do it because they're such good guys, but it hasn't happened yet. Let's see how they're doing on what is very much what i describe as being ho-hum.
0: All right. Let me uh, uh, let me tell everybody about the opening bell while you do that. Hey, we can so take a hum. look at the uh, real exchange back at CNBC. Here at the big board, by the way, EMQQ Global celebrated the launch of the India Internet and E-Commerce ETF over okay. at the NASDAQ. It was Gogoro, a Taiwanese electric scooter company, which listed via... Bad. they with
2: both these. I, you know, India is really on the red hot griddle about whether they're going to.
0: Yes, India has not gotten a lot of heat for.
2: No, they've not, and they're also um, a tremendous, tremendous polluter. Yeah, coal based system. Yes, uh, and have really gotten a free ride. Yeah, and you know, it's not us. This is not McLaughlin Group. Remember that one? Yes. We're not sitting here. We have no right. That's not our thing. Uh, but when I see an Indian stock, I'm reminded that there's, there are issues that, that you need to think of if you get involved.
0: Yeah. Uh, put a- um, you know, back to, obviously, the conflict, which we haven't talked about a lot uh, in conflict in Ukraine, Russia's war in Ukraine. Um, Shell taking a $5 billion yeah, so potential write-down works,
2: David, because, uh, for and then, so any number
0: would- of different activities it was undertaking
2: okay, so in the country. Okay, so they spent that money. And then where is that infrastructure? It's there. And whose is it now? Russia's. And who can they sell it to if they want to? Nobody. Can't they sell China? Half?
0: I think they're calling it non-current. There's some item they have in European accounting that they're now calling. Is Basically, any- we can't do much of anything with it, and so that is the, uh, that's the write down. By the way, these companies are benefiting a great deal from the underlying price of the commodity generating enormous amounts of cash flow right now. We'll get to that in a moment. But these are not insignificant write-downs. The biggest is going to be BP with the ownership of, what was it, Gazprom, right? Yeah, the, and that I stock's mean, been the We don't know what that number may be. It could be as much as $20 billion. I, I would buy that stock. You'd buy BP?
2: Oh, yeah. I mean, geez, it's nowhere near where it can be. Um, they're very very poor communicators in this situation, five times earnings. Now, the yield curve, you know, the curve, the yield curve, the curve, oil is to go down, which is why when we berate our government berates the oil companies for not producing more. They're looking at the curve and saying, if we start now, uh, the possibility is oil is going to be less. I happen to be a big bull in the oil stocks because they've never been like they are. Even they're berated for doing exactly what they're doing, which is returning you know producing something, returning cash to shareholders. I think they're about five percent in the S and think they go to ten percent of the S and P, like the old days. You think they're going to double in terms of their what overall? Like the old Why not? What? $30 a barrel in the ground, selling for a hundo.
0: Not Good bad, business. right? Yeah. That works. That's Do it in volume. It works every time. Yeah. They're obviously uh, getting some heat. You know, you had what I call largely theatrical hearings yesterday. Yes. Yeah, uh, Darren Woods, Mike Worth show up, and everybody's like, aren't you gouging? <laughs> Who do you think handled it best? I don't know. You know, I'll, I'll let our viewers decide. Uh, do we have this? Can we take a listen to Representative Griffith asking uh, asking both Woods and, uh, and Worth whether they're unduly benefiting from the rise in uh, gasoline prices? Mr. Woods, is your company taking advantage of the crisis in Ukraine to keep prices artificially high in order to
1: increase your own profits? Absolutely not. Mr. Worth, is your company taking advantage of the crisis in Ukraine to keep prices artificially high
0: in order to increase your own profits?
3: No, we are not.
2: Clipped, short, to the point, well, David. oath. the price? We well, acted,
0: the Congress people, in your theatrical notion, they acted as if our companies create the price of oil. No, as Darren Wood said, no single company sets the price of oil or right. gasoline. The market does. And that's based on supply and right. demand. Demand. This is
2: not a market like well, you know, you know there's some markets that are totally controlled. The aluminum market. Russia controls a lot of markets. We should have thought of that ahead of time.
0: We had ample. What were we supposed to think about ahead of time, Jim? Well, we could have. Stored. I mean, we were the ones who were telling everybody they were going to attack. No, Nobody I mean else you could have stored.
2: Some people managed to store things, and other people didn't store things. Don't you think it's interesting that Alcoa what? split up at the absolutely wrong time
0: in terms of because aluminum prices? Because right, they had the so
2: aluminum, so therefore they could have.
0: You know we sporadically come back to this conflict, um, the impact on global commodity prices. Where are you right now on that? What are you hearing, seeing, whether it's supply chain, whether it's well, scarcity, that, va- look, scarcity that, of certain things? You keep pointing out what Russia and Ukraine, by the way, when it comes to food, certainly well, wheat, what yeah. they produce, but 13%, what do you-
2: 30% of the world's calories comes from that area of what they produce. And they have to, you know, if the war goes on, then we're going to have problems with, with uh, ag which is why I've been recommending Agco and Deere. Uh, that, that's that gotta come down though, because the American consumer has already taken it with gasoline. We don't want, the, we gotta have the supermarket stuff come down. But it's not set by us. It's not. And they're keep, you know, we don't need a drought, and we need soy, and unless everyone goes bad vegan.
0: You haven't gone vegan yet, have you? you ever watched that one yet? What, what's it called? Bad vegan. Was ba- oh, that a show? I ch- He's laughing at me. Brian's laughing at me. What, you, you are, watch it? You are dope sick,
2: he does. you drop you, out. He watches it. You are going to crash, Wee Man. Bad? Vegan? What's that on? How can you not... I don't know. It's one <laughs> on my watch. How can you not oh, watch that? Wee Crash what? when Jamie is so key? <laughs> How can I what? Jamie's a star of Wee Crash. Jamie died oh. Now, it's not really him. That's why, like, you, but, you why, know, like, why do in, you keep
0: coming back to this?
2: Because a major CEO of... The world's largest bag figures really prominently in, uh, you know, in episode six. And he's great with the 1942.
0: How did he know? I haven't watched it yet.
2: He could have come in with her and Dura.
0: I did, watch, I did watch John Oliver take apart the trucking industry. But Lior Ron, who runs the and trucking and industry, is going to Man, those watch. truckers. I, I mentioned that because Walmart, this is CNBC.com, I think. This is our story. Uh, says it's going to raise truckers' pay, start a training program. Obviously, still a driver shortage, even though you've been talking about
2: there is no driver shortage. That's what I'm telling you. Well, it says right here. Well, uh, that's wrong. There is. That's just wrong, which is why I'm getting bullish on people, on companies that are buyers of things.
0: Oh, wasn't us. It was another uh, news organization. What, another Buller? He says that's why they're wrong. Buller wants to stop at seven. We know there's no trucker shortage. Um, all right. You know, so um, the number of truckers is equal. Let's the move to some of the move, like, uh, names good. that are moving this morning. The SoFi is down. He. Uh, Noto
2: not catching on breaks, but someone sold a lot of stocks. He's not. They higher. lowered
0: their guidance. Obviously, there was an extension of the student loan moratorium, uh, as expected, and the guidance now calls for adjusted net revenue of 1.47 billion. Previously, there were 1.57. Yeah. They've also significantly lowered their adjusted EBITDA targets, lowered them by $80 million to $100 million. I paid my student loan debt with uh, credit cards from Banco
2: Popular and uh, Chase. So you're paying off 3% with, with 17% yeah? because I was a genius when I got out of Harvard.
0: Yes, you were. I didn't
2: go to Harvard to get stupid. No. Banco Popular. Banco Popular. They sent it to me. Not a lot of credit checks back then. FICO score where's that versus what Upstart's doing they replace FICO the SoFi hasn't performed particularly well it was but by the way it was a spat. It, so it had a big it had a huge run and then they did a gigantic secondary and if you owned it and and blew it out on the secondary I think you'd say wow that was good yes now if you're like me I would say I want the names of the people who blew it out on the secondary and what did they know what did they know what did they know? Well, what did they know? I, Maybe they knew ahead of time. We've seen
0: that happen, Mr. Archegos. We, we still have questions about what people knew and when they knew it when it comes to Archegos. Well, uh, I think that that's uh, still One question. of the more extraordinary things I've seen in a long time it moves up. By the way, that discovery, it's going to close tomorrow, I think. Can we talk managed care for a second? Trying to figure out oh, how no, much. Oh no, Discovery. The that's is, definitely we're talking about. Discovery. You want to talk about what managed care. I was care? Talking about how
2: there's a note about you, Mana, The stock should be up ninety-four cents. it will be up ten today. Um, let's go over the Discovery because it's very hard to understand.
0: Okay. What do you want to understand?
2: Okay. So if I if I own ATT yep. and I'm a person who. Hasn't followed it. Yep. I suddenly get something.
0: You're getting a lot. And how would you describe discovery. that? In fact, I know that. the numbers, but I, I don't have them in front of me. How would you describe that? And then the question will be, what do you do with it? Do you keep it, or is it a piece of paper, so to speak, that you really are no interest in owning? I need to know because what John Malone thinks. it's now Warner Discovery. I need to
2: know what John Malone thinks.
0: Uh, all right, I'll try and get John on the phone and and he uh, and you tell you call, what he thinks. The he first. thinks that the new company has great prospects is what he thinks. He thinks yes. it's going to be undervalued right now. He thinks that David Zaslav is going to be able to successfully execute on the vision that they have in terms of direct-to-consumer, uh, both through Discovery Plus and HBO Max, and that these are undermanaged assets, uh, that there's a lot of cost to cut. That's what he would think. Well, then I want to buy it. It might. At the same time, track. you might be afraid of the enormous amount of shares that are going to so called right. flow back from people who don't want to own this any longer and have just gotten but it. Wasn't, and so we'll sell it. Wasn't there a great American that ran a lot of Discovery? Jeff Bucus Jeff Bucus Did run any number of the assets that now will be part of the Warner Boy, does Discovery he look Company. Smart. Yes. Does he, he look smart? He made a why? great sale to ATT. He is smart. He is smart.
2: And by the way, a delightful man. Any, who trashed me in front of how many people? 10, 20? Yeah maybe 20 people, when I said, I think you should break it up. He said, yeah, well, that's what people who haven't really done any work and have no rigor say. I would have been better if he had said it to me like in a
0: closet as opposed to- Uh, You still remember, you have such a long memory. There's that Archaicos bump up uh, and there's Discovery and AT&T. Again, tomorrow, uh, this starts um, as two separate companies. we got a follow following. Speaking of m and it. I will be following it closely. Don't you worry. Uh, speaking okay. of M&A, there is one deal this morning. It's not an insignificant one. Total enterprise value eight point three billion. CDK, leading automotive retail technology company. They um, they're SaaS. They help dealers and auto manufacturers run their businesses. What they say more efficiently. Right. I note it because they do have a deal. And you it's, know who
3: runs it's fifty
0: four eighty seven. I do not Brian um, percentage.
2: Laid of Intel. Really? Yeah, he always tried to get me to cover it. It's kind of an interesting company. They make a lot of money.
0: Well, he just sold the company to to Brookfield Asset Management, private equity group, Brookfield Business Partners. By the way, those guys have been busy. They also partnered with Elliott on the Nielsen deal of a week or so ago. He wanted to do insurance as a service for autos. Kruzanish did. Kruzanish, yeah. This is, a, this is a sizable deal. By the way, a couple of interesting parts of it. Uh, it's all cash, obviously, as you'd expect, private equity. It's a tender offer. Tender Don't, Yeah, it's a tender offer. Don't typically see that. Mm-hmm. Um, may well, good for Not mean much Brian. of anything to most of our viewers, but it's a tender offer. That's Brian, a little rare. Great for shareholders. And then it also speaks to the strength nice of the plan. financing markets, which is not unimportant. And thank you. There does seem Again, to be that, thank you. plenty of bit out there oh, for guess. financing large leverage transactions
2: this this company's been sitting there he's been doing a great job nobody cares because it's a bear market and i'm telling you this is what tells me that we're okay cdk global when i see brian i gotta congratulate him because you know why why? When, when uh, Elon Musk called me,
0: yes, Elon Musk called you. you no, know, no, at the dinner. Oh, he called you. Like, a, 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 what did he call uh, you again? It was a, a bit of a hologram. Uh, no, what was the uh, no, not an illusion? <laughs> We're forgetting. What was it? <laughs> we have to go to Sunrise
2: Senior yeah, you to speak. Yeah, the two
0: of you can't come. The two but, of us can't come up But uh, Brian
2: Krasanich came to my. Uh, he he came to my defense when he, when Musk said there was a fifty percent chance that I really didn't exist. Right. And Chrisanna, who's a mathematician, said it's really only about twenty-eight <laughs> percent. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. But don't you know, Think about it. Simulation. Simulation. Hopefully, we have he our producer. It's a simulation. He can but Cdk Global is a real company out of nowhere. Brian told me to buy it. He said it was really smart, really right. What did I do? I said, ah, you know people well, listen, don't want over that the stock. last Year,
0: it's not as though it's done very much of anything, and now they've capped the value. That's it. You're done, right? You're getting fifty-eight yeah, forty. Done. You're getting fifty-four eighty-seven. But what do you have to mean,
2: uranium ETFs up two point seven percent on pace for the. Uh, best, best day since March 21st. Are you the Before uranium? I get
0: to uh, Pisani, uh, tell me your views right now on the broader market again. It was this time yesterday you said conservative, maybe conservative even very tech. conservative. I'm very okay. conservative
2: on tech and the rest of the market I think has a real, could have a real run. You do. I think the money's going to come out of big tech and go into the rest of the market. And it's about time. Remember how look, people keep saying how narrow. is a bear market. Broad is a bull market. Yeah. That's what I think is going to happen. Right, right. Okay, I think Exxon can go up a lot. Chevron, those stocks can go back to their historic place in the end. In the ND, in the um, in the SPX. Yeah.
0: What? Uh, I, I think we're going to go. Yeah, we're going to Bob. By the way, let me clarify something quickly. If what I about, indicated about yesterday, week? Discovery eighteen T start trading. Uh, Wonder Discovery start trading separately. It's Monday. They close tomorrow. Monday is when they actually start. Okay. Um, that. Simulation. Everyone reminds you. You, you, yes. Elon Musk. Many years ago, at a dinner, said that you very well might be a simulation. You've never gotten well, over it. Well, because I you criticized never him about. Never gotten no, over it. No, because it
2: crushed me. It crushed me. I was in I a meant, big room, Jeff a Benny dinner. Jeff Everybody was you in some way.
0: You've never gotten over that either. No, I
2: have. I've I've said on air that I think he's a great man. I okay. went to see him get the Time Person of the Year. I think he's brilliant. Wait, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. Yes. But there was that very moment where. Uh, I was next to the person who runs 23andMe. Um, I, I, Will am was there. Uh, there were just, you know, uh, it, it was everybody, and I looked very silly. Uh, the, CEO, the chairman of Microsoft. And uh, you come know, me, on, I,
0: you, you move on. Oh, okay, you're right. Yeah, just move on.
2: Of, uh, I worshipped the guy, and he trashed me. You know what it felt like? What? I felt like I felt like when you when you bring down the tablet because it's seasonal. You bring down the tablets. And uh, you know he thinks I'm worshiping Doth, Doth. You know I'm Dothan worshiping the golden calf. I was worshiping
0: him. Did you have fifteen you know, commandments Dothan, you know, it and Dothan. drop one? You know, it was Dothan? No.
2: Edward G. Robinson.
0: Oh, oh, that was him.
2: Yeah.
0: Where is your God now, Moses? <laughs> All right, let's get to Bob Desson. One of the greater art collection in history. Bob, take it away.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I have <laughs> I've known Jim for 25 years, folks. He's not a simulation. Trust me. I'm sure of that. Hey, you notice if Dow's down. The S&P is not. That's because we're having trouble with the industrials. Cyclical stocks, that's a problem because we're growth c- problems. Banks are just acting terrible also. JP Morgan's not doing anything. Goldman Sachs. So take a look at the sectors here. We don't know what to do. Let's buy energy stocks. Let's buy metals. Are you tired of looking at XME on the leaderboard every day? I am, but that's what happens. So tech flattish. Banks generally are still down. Remember going into earnings season on that. The new lows list, we keep getting assorted new names on it. Now we have Goldman. On the new low list, Citigroup has been there for a while. General Motors, Ford's at the lows for the year, not a 52-week low. We told you about the homebuilders, 52-week lows uh, for a while now. So the bottom line is the market's finally getting the message the Fed's going to be really aggressive uh, in raising interest rates. And that has a lot of implications uh, for growth. Uh, Jim mentioned Conagra. I just want to point out what they said because it's very interesting. So the earnings were in line. that we, we don't worry about that. What, what What's interesting was the guidance because they talked about what the problem was uh, with, with the, uh, the fact that they had to raise prices and the inflation impact. So here's what's interesting. The organic sales were 6%. That's a pretty good number. But look at this. It was entirely because of, of the prices. They raised prices in the mix almost 9%. The volume was actually down almost 2.6%. Isn't that strange? So what happened here was It was all due to the fact that they were able to raise prices. Now, what happened with this volume story? Here's what they said. The volume decrease was primarily a result of the elasticity impact from inflation-driven pricing actions. However, the elasticity impact was favorable to expectations. Okay, let me put this in English for you. In plain English. We raise prices. Some consumers declined to pay the prices, the higher prices, but, you know, the number of people who declined to pay the higher prices, it wasn't as bad as we thought it was going to be. That's what happened. Now, that's generally good news, but there was some inelasticity. Some people pushed back. That's a little bit of a warning sign. You see Conagra uh, is up here. The company's planning more price increases, but it's not clear they're going to be able to get them through uh, in the next several quarters. Now, you want to get more on this? Jim's got him. Of course, the CEO of Penagra is going to be on tonight with Jim. And we'll get a little more information. But uh, I hope Jim asks him about the very interesting decline in volume because that's, that's some demand destruction going on there. So what's happening here is the market is acting like we're in a late cycle phase of the economy. What's that mean? I know I hate throwing all this jargon at you, but late stage of the economy is the stage before a recession. And what is in a late stage? You get rising wages, you get higher inflation, you get decelerating economic growth, and you get peak profits. Does that look a little bit like what we're doing now? If you don't think so, watch the stock market, because it's acting exactly like that in a late stage cyclical stocks go down and commodity stocks and defensive stocks tend to either hold up or go up. Guess what? That's exactly what we've been seeing here. So take a look at where we've been doing with some of these. I call them the fading sectors here. Jim's been talking about the transports for a long time. But look, this is just in the last since the, the end of um, March. Homebuilders, transports, retail banks. This is all the classic cyclical stuff has been declining. What's been holding up? Exactly what I just told you. Commodity stocks like energy, defensive names like consumer staples and utilities and healthcare. So, uh, David, uh, who knows if we're really in a late stage, but the stock market is acting exactly like that, and that has a lot of implications for the earnings situation. Q1 is going to be fine for earnings, but I think you're going to see those Q3 and Q4 numbers, which are very high right now, they're going to start coming down if the market uh, continues to believe this kind of story. Back to you. Interesting, Bob. Uh, Bob Bassani, thank you. Let's not forget, like, the
2: Constellation Brands, they're now up nine. They're on the opposite. Yeah. They're about to make the... Re- I told you, I'd tell you, I got an elbow doctor. Know, Will you just I'm please sorry. go to him already? All right. Well. Uh, I want to actually... For wanna... years, you won't go to him. <laughs> Dr. Bob Winnick, He's the best in the country. Who is this elbow, actually? <laughs> oh. This one's... It's
0: getting old, man. All right, Jim's got something extra for you later today, by the way. Tune into the CNBC Investing Club's monthly meeting at 1230 Eastern. Sign up. Find out more at CNBC.com slash Join the club. Yeah, put your hand up to that thing. I mean, actually with a phone. Yeah, or just put your phone at the QR code on the screen. So easy. And you'll go right there. Who's not
2: in, And better. My trust
0: is here. It's not at another firm. Okay. Got it. All right, let's do a quick bond report before we head to break as well. Give you another look at how treasuries are faring this morning. You can see 10 year, six. 30 years where the is gonna be.
2: 30 years gonna go to three and a half. So Bullard gets his two and a half, and that goes to three and a half, and we're all happily
0: ever after. There you go, let's take a break, we'll be right back. Take a look at shares of a Constellation. We talked a bit about the quarter, a strong one, and Monster. I bring the two together because uh, this morning's press release twice says that there's no change to Constellation's capital allocation strategy, which is focused on returning cash to shareholders and investing in beer capacity. You know, if they really were in talks to acquire Monster, you might not have expected that direct of a statement We'll be back right after this. All right, Jim, only got time to tell us. Tell, you tell us what's okay. on. I see so, it
2: right there. All right, sure. Investment Committee meeting at 1230. But we are going to talk about a best buy. That's going to be on tonight. Corey Barry. And then ConAgra. You heard the amazing description exactly. Bob Pisani. These stocks aren't going down anymore. We should be careful. Okay. They're in bull market. All right. Freight's coming. Got
0: it. I love the show. You you look great. Thank you. I got a good doctor for the open. All right. Appreciate it. I'll see you later. You've been listening to the opening hour of CNBC's Squawk on the Street.
3: Earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone. At Capella University, we're here to support you when you're ready. From enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals, to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track, we care about your success